Hello, everybody. This conversation will be more than you can handle. But hey, <laughs> I'm told I'm more than you can handle. So I'll help you get through it, all right? Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to More Than You Can Handle. Healthy, sexy, and inspired. Now your host, Sarah Moore. Hey everybody, this is Sarah Moore and you are listening to More Than You Can Handle. Healthy, sexy, and inspired. So my goal of this podcast is to have you laughing thinking, and getting excited about your purpose and giving you more than you can handle. You can find me on social media platforms at Sarah Moore Health on Instagram, Sarah Moore Health on Facebook, and sarahmorehealth.com to see my services, how to work with me, whether you're local or here in Nashville. And today I have a special guest. <laughs> He's sitting here watching me. And <laughs> um, it's my good friend, Jason. And I thought about how to start this because we could we could start out how we met, which isn't I wouldn't say it's unconventional anymore now that we're in this world of social media. But he was introduced to me through a friend, a mutual friend. I then followed him on Instagram for over a year before we actually talked, and then we hit it off. And um, Jason has many hats he wears. Most will know him as the Guidance Whiskey guy. My friend Jason, he owns Guidance. That's how I, that's how I refer to you. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to have him tell you, in whatever words he wants to tell you, his path to sitting here. So there you go. That's, you can do the abbreviated version of where you grew up, <laughs> you went to TSU. Yeah. yeah. Real simple. So um, I go by the best Jason in the world. That's my Instagram. On his Instagram. The <laughs> best Jason in the world. But no, just born in New York, raised in Alabama, went to college in Tennessee. Then moved out to California for about 10 years. Done um, many, many jobs, um, but became an entrepreneur at a very young age and turned my dreams and passions into businesses. And being open to being led to where the journey takes me is kind of how I ended up sitting here with you now. And I think that's one of the if I was to kind of put into words how we met, mm -hmm. it was both of us being open to the journey that we were on and connecting and then meeting and then discovering. It was things. easy. It was easy. Yeah. There was nothing forced. It made sense. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it helped the mutual friend that we had just because we both respect her. So knowing yeah. that we're both friends with her. Yeah. But then also you, you had, I met you at a time when there was a part of, I don't say missing, but there were, were things that I was looking to be better at, which was my health, which, and mm. you gave me a plan and suggested things, <laughs> earthy. Yeah, earthy. I was going to have something root. earthy for this, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> earthy root things to <laughs> and put in my life that I've never had before. But it's, it's interesting that I was looking for that and needing that, and you popped up and had some amazing answers and supplements and, uh -huh. and got me on track. And we're still working on it. We're still, but that's the journey, I think, exactly. of health. I mean, really. And I think, you know, what you know, because you've been around me long enough, is to know, like, how dedicated I am with it, like, how intentional. Very, very. And, but I don't push it on people. Yeah. And so, and I make sure the earthy part is funny because 
I preface though with this is gonna probably taste like cheese bark, and but I put all these like amazing tonic <laughs> herbs in this drink. Which you're not playing to, it's like tree bark. It was, but I mean, the drink was probably like a twenty-five dollar elixir if oh, you were sure. to go to like Erwan, would you know, in LA or whatever. Sure. But I didn't worry about like putting a bunch of like honey or whatever in it. So, mm. but you you took it you took it down mm. like a man. Like a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm healthy like a man. And so one one time we went to go. I mean, when we went to <laughs> to go out to eat, I was like, I needed some Jason in my life. I was like in a funk, and he goes, "Would well, you want me to pick or do you?" I don't want to go to someplace earthy. And I said, I will give you the 5%. I do not eat earthy. Yes. And I didn't complain, right? You got mac and cheese. Oh, we got a crab dip. Yeah. I, I ate it with you. It was French fantastic. fries. <laughs> and we had a great time. It was, no, it was unreal. I said, you know, some cool, I still don't have that t-shirt that I'm supposed to <laughs> spawn that hole. But we had good guidance whiskey on a Dolly Parton Whiskey Rock. Remember, she's yeah. at the bottom oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, at the rooftop yeah. of the Virgin. Yeah, they put little square. Um, if you go to the rooftop of the Virgin, they put little square Dolly Partons at the bottom of your... Is that called a whiskey ice? I mean, like, is it or just a it's square a rock, Yeah, it's a rock glass, and they just put yeah. Dolly in the bottom. And they were out of guidance, and Jason was... You were upset, but I tried to spin it on a positive. I'm like, well, the good thing is, is that they're selling enough that they're out. And you're like, no, it's a distributor problem. <laughs> and I was like, like we got to make sure that we got. Plus, we, I was entertaining, right? Well, we like, didn't expect the company that was coming up there no, to, to be didn't. out. But we knew it was out before they got up there because that's what we tried to order. And so instead, we got those jalapeno margaritas. And then guess what? Had you had some in the car. No, but it was perfect opportunity because... You know, we met somebody that could promote it in a bigger audience, and it was a it was a fun. It was like the perfect, I think, definition of what we choose to live our life like when we're in that flow. Flow and journey, right? Where it just nothing was expected. It was like the first nice day we'd had yeah. in spring mm-hmm. for us to be at lunch on a rooftop. It was just perfect, and then the whole you know the whole yeah. night continued to flood that way. Know. You know, and we brought people into our. Like it was the first time I met a lot of your people, yeah. Jessica and Leslie and all that. That was that first where yeah. I'd been hearing about all your friends mm-hmm. from that whole time. Um, one of the questions I put on here was, I mean, well, like I said, most people know Jason because he started with Whiskey Brands two years old. Great. Three. Almost three. Almost three. When's three? October next month. Oh, my God. Next month. Like the 2020, we don't count that. So that's why <laughs> I do it. It's like two years. Yeah, really, it has. <laughs> But, you know, you also have a nonprofit with an alkaline water. Hydrate the hood. Hydrate the hood. And then you have a a day job. I have a day job, medical equipment company. But I knew you only as this, right? But I would say in our talks that Jason before wouldn't have always shown up in sweats and a t-shirt that's got he has a t-shirt to ring and this some of this might show up but he's got (laughs) he's not wearing it he never promotes adidas he promotes a shirt that um but when was that shift or maybe you always did the sweatshirt i mean because we went to like the night you (laughs) okay so there's a place in town and he was sponsoring the christmas party and you'd have that massive migraine that day and i showed up i didn't know anybody clarence came so i kind of had a wingman and I was like, put your best sweatshirt and sweats on and get your butt here. And you're like, it's already done. And you showed up. Everybody's in dressed to the nine in their Christmas gear. 
And Jason's up doing the toast because he sponsored the event <laughs> in a guidance sweatshirt and sweatpants. So, uh, and you unapologetically do yeah. it because that's you. But when did that kind of shift to be like, I really give a fuck, but I don't give a fuck? Yeah, I mean, and then, and it's important to know that I didn't start like that, right? right. So okay, and I from, didn't think so, but that yeah, was my question. Graduating from college, I went, I worked for KPMG, which is an accounting firm. So I used to wear a shirt and tie to work every single day. Um, from there, I was a probation officer. That was khakis and button-up. Well, the comfort wear started when I became a massage therapist. Mm. Right, That's when I started. Makes dressing. sense. And we were working with athletes and training. And so that's where the comfort wear came in. But the actual T-shirt, hoodies, stuff that people see on me now all the time is really branding. And that started when I started launching my own company i really realized that why would i spend money on everybody else's brand instead of my own so i started creating t-shirts i started creating stuff but like i got to all the funny shirts and stuff that i wear now that's just my personality but the first things that i ever branded were my company name so just called medical and my spa the weekend spa i had in la with them and the more and more i did it the more and more People would ask me about my businesses. So it really was a, a left and right brain thing. Works out, yeah. The same thing. And so now it's just to become a part of who I am. And I love that you asked that because some people take it as, oh, you don't give a fuck. This is, you can just do this. But no, there's layers to it. And you have to work to your well, comfort spot. But I think we're also in that place where we judge people by how they look. And as we know, you can be dressed to nine, have the Rolex and everything else. And that ain't the dude or the exactly. woman that you want to be messing with. And I, well, I'm conscious of it because when I knew I was leaving my marriage and I wanted to simplify my life, that's when I started wearing black. And I, because I was like, you know, I have so much I'm trying to do and focus on. I do not want to be focused on what I have to wear every day. And so I would wear black. And the other thing about black is that if you wore the same thing twice, nobody pays attention nobody to it because it's black. Right. Well, they don't see it. If it's, it's a pattern, they're going to be like, didn't you wear that shirt with the whatever on it the other day? And so it was a conscious. And then I think it black is a protectant. A protectant and I think so yeah. it was sending another. And so now it's almost like if I wear any other collars, like blue or gray, but people will be like, oh, my God, Sarah's wearing a collar today. Like, know. you know, but I. Yeah. But that's me in a suit, though. I got right. wear a suit once a year, maybe twice. But when I wear it, everybody's like, oh, my God, look. And it's it's an attention grabber. So, uh-huh. and, I, and I like that. Well, and I feel different at times when I wear color, where I just feel the comfort of this is Sarah. This is who I am. Let my everything else about me speak. My clothes don't have to. Where some people want their clothes to speak yeah. for them because that's part of their personality, which I. I love people that dress. Like pe- people that put stuff together meticulously. I'm mm-hmm. always telling ladies, like, you look really good. Guys, hey, bro, you're killing it. Because mm-hmm. I understand that that is a talent. Mm-hmm. You know oh, I mean? yeah, yeah. I think I have went into getting better, like, sneakers. So my sneakers are cool, even if I'm wearing all black. Yeah. Or, like, the classic heel. Like, because I'm not, you know, I'm not the, like, chick chick when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I got these one heels 
that I get compliments on all the time. time. Oh, and they're like from um, one of those subscription-based shoe things where they just ship them to you, right? Like, let's paint the bottom red. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) Don't follow that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, The other thing that's notable to me about you, because I'm going to give you your flowers while you're on here, is that you empower people beyond business, but just if for friends, you empower your friends. But furthermore, in specifically Black-owned businesses, male or female, but in deeper even into the liquor community yeah. um, of where it was intentional for you, and I've heard you tell the story because when I listen, you talk to other people about how people didn't show up for you or people didn't believe in what you were doing. So when you made it, you said, yeah. I'm going to show up for others and you have at a very high level. And what I'm working on is, and we just talked about this, being dependent on people to help when they say they will help. Yeah. And you do that for me just as a friendship level, but you've done that for people who I'm sure probably were like, okay, we'll see if Jason shows up. We'll see if he does what he says he's going to do. And yeah. Yeah. so can you talk about those or your intention behind that and why that was important for you to show up? Yeah, for- I mean- it was, it's it's what you said. Like I had people that didn't show up for me, but then I also had people that did, and that's the important thing that I like to talk about is more of the positive than the negative. Mm-hmm. Some people like negative push them, and it can be, but you know, in in sports, the loss is supposed to make you drive you better. But I was taught that the win should make you better. Mm-hmm. You know, you go practice harder because you want to you keep maintaining and you want to go yeah. to the next level. And so for people, friends and business otherwise, I just understand how important we all are to to life and to culture. I always feel like if God would have just wanted two people, he would have stopped with two people. But there's so many people on this planet. It's because we were meant to accomplish things together. And I don't mind going first. I don't mind being the first to show that I care. I don't mean, I don't mind being the first to say, I love you. I don't mean, I don't mind mm-hmm. being the one that shows you that, Hey, there are people who give a shit and can back up what they're doing. Not with just words, right? Not just thoughts and prayers, but action. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't like, sometimes you don't get that back, but it's a seed that's planted and you get it back eventually, maybe just not from the person that you gave it to. Well, but I don't even think from knowing you that you your desire is to get anything back. That's just naturally who you are to give. And yeah. like you just said, you know at some place you'll get your return from yeah. somewhere else. So, so that's the thing. I do know I'm going to get it back. Mm-hmm. So I do it knowing that I'm going to get it back. What I had to learn is just maybe not from that Oh, that per- person. That person. And I think that's where we can get yeah. Well, life. that's where I've said in this uh, kind of new phase of my life is I just don't hold expectations. I just show yeah. in, intention. Yeah. So your intention is to get back, but you're not expecting it from that person. Right. Because anytime we have expectations, we typically get disappointed. You set the intention, it rolls on to the flow into the next thing, into the next thing. It's, And I think that's where a lot of people, you yeah. know, get messed up is too much expectation. And it's not and setting attention. they make people attention. their source. Like, I don't make any person my source Mm -mm. but god is my source people are resources Mm -hmm. and i never confuse that because if you put your whole being into the hands of someone else right (laughs) and you've seen that early people like 
oh, you didn't do this for me. Well, so even in relationships, care. marriages, different things like that, yeah. you have to. And I think what you're very intentional on and what I'm intentional on is putting ourselves first right. and not allowing anyone else to tell us we're selfish. Yeah. Because we know how many hats and how many people that we show up for, yeah. and we cannot do it unless and we're showing up for ourselves. Too, right? And only that's the thing. You can't look at you and tell all the – like no one can get a real good feel for who you are from your social media. You know what I'm saying? Like they really can't. Mm-hmm. They they see what you do. They see your your job. They see maybe your kids. They see your, your focus. They see what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. But they don't get a chance to know you until they – come to your office today do a session with you mm-hmm. today to you to you break down health and what made you do it and all those different things that's when they start to get to know who you really mm-hmm. are so we can't this fast-paced lifestyle of we see a post here we see something uh-huh. like, that's never going to be a way to get to know somebody at all so well you and you and i that. aren't those people either that yeah overly share or really give you the real-time version of what we're doing and i made a conscious choice to just be a business page you have business pages and then you have your personal page but even you have conscious choices on that and it's private right oh and (laughs) seeing mine's not except and i only have one picture of my kids on there and that's addy because she gave me permission to do it charlie doesn't want to be seen he doesn't want any pictures up there unless if he is on a story it's because he said yeah well that's cool if you post it that's dope that you asked for permission from your kids to post them. I saw that a long time ago from someone that was like, you won't see my kids on here until they could say that they want to because it's their choice. And I think one time I had a page that was like business and, and personal and I was in Whole Foods. This was when they were younger. And someone's like, oh, my God, I remember seeing your kids on on Instagram. And it freaked me out yeah. because I was like, man, there's so many things about them that their dad and I kept sacred and still do, even though we're not together, about the way we raise them health wise and whatever. And then I but then I'm sharing everything with people. I used to do it and then somebody stole my identity. Oh, you told me about that. Page. And my thing was just kinda like, you know, my kids could be out and someone could walk up to them and say, Hey, I know your dad and I know They wouldn't know any different. They wouldn't know any different and they could tell them things about them that they've seen online and make it seem like they know them. Right. You can find so much. Yeah. Well, and I also chose not to have my platform be about me being a mother because in the health world, I could have definitely wrote on the home birth, breastfeeding, all of that. But then I would be sharing more of them. And that was not the people I wanted to attract. Like if you want to, you know, mess with me in private about how I had my kids or ask about breastfeeding, cool. But I'm, the, I'm working with wanting to work with people like you. You're not going to be asking me about breastfeeding. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to talk about the breastfeeding he would be wanting to <laughs> bring up. No, we do talk about that too, but that's another podcast. That's exactly. the what is the one you said I should offset and call one like oh, shit talking or something yeah, like yeah, you know talk, <laughs> like yeah. we need another one. Shit, we need shit talking. Yeah, no, no doubt. We can still shit talk on this because it's more than you can handle, and Jason's more than you can handle. One thing I'm going to bring up because we. I reference Jason as this, like he's Scorpio. And if you, I talked about how <laughs> I'm into um, Zodiac, but it's not my religion. Like I'll say that, like I want to know and it gives me insight on someone, but I'm not the chick that's like, oh my God, you're a Scorpio. I can't, even though I've been burned by a Scorpio. But knowing that, and now that we're friends, I see the way you move at times. And it it's very like Scorpio. A, is it? But see, did I, did I tell you Scorpios evolve? From Scorpio to Eagle to Phoenix. And so the Scorpio is still using his stinger. 
he has a lot, all of those kind of like, you know, testing people, you know, some manipulation, like you want to be behind the scenes, seeing what's going on. But yet once you become loyal, you're loyal, but you want to do things to see if that person is trustworthy. But there can be the Scorpio aspect that's a stinger. And that's why most people will, if they have a bad feeling about a Scorpio is because it's a non-evolved Scorpio that's constantly stinging. They're doing shit to just sting you. But then as you become more healed, woke, more in, into you, then you become the eagle, which we know the eagle rises. He flies above the shit. He still knows his powers. He knows what he can do, but he chooses not to be there. Then we know what the phoenix is, the ultimate. You know, you burn down to rise from the ashes. And I would say that. And I would say that's a lot of, you, you know where your shit was. You know when you were probably using the stinger, you know, whether it's personal relationships or, you know, or whatever. Maybe it was with women or, and now you've evolved to this place where you know how to, I say, use your abilities, but your desire is only for good. Use your powers for good. I tell my kids that all the time. And, and ultimately, Scorpio is a water sign, which water signs are more flow, more about love, more sensitive. You know you're yeah. teaching me this stuff right now. I don't you don't know, know that? I don't know anything about But your super yet. sexual side is the Scorpio. Is it? I thought it was the Jason. He's <laughs> <laughs> just being good, but we'll say it's... No, because I'm Cancer Scorpio Leo, so I have two water signs and a fire. How do you get all these signs? Like, do you, you sign up for them? Or how do no. You, how do you <laughs> you ask your mama, like, what time was I born? And then she's going to uh, say, like, what white chick are you talking to? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> no, but that's why... So for me, it's like, I don't have any tattoos but this. Okay, right here on my wrist. And I was intentional because I wasn't going to get a tattoo unless it really meant something. And I thought, okay, my kids, what is, you know, my ultimate? But then I was like, I don't want their name or whatever. So this is their sun, moon, and rising, my sun, moon, and rising. And what it reminds me, so that's Cancer, Scorpio, Leo. Both of them are Virgos. Really? Is this when you? Cancer, Scorpio, Leo. Cancer is 69? <laughs> That's yeah. what, that's that's very sexual too. That's their <laughs> Explains it all. Oh, well, it's really, but you could say it's sixty nine, or you could say it's like yin and yang, or or sixty nine. <laughs> I could We will go with that, Jason. Okay. We will go with that. But it reminded me that they're both unique individuals. They were born on their exact own time, their own day. No one else is them. So I need to move as a mother in the idea that they're individuals right. and not make them try to be like me or do the things That's I did right. or each other. And so it, it really gives me perspective when I'm having to get upset with them or I have to listen to them and recognize, wait a minute, I'm listening to Addie right now. Okay, wait, I'm listening to Charlie right now. Yeah. And don't respond based on the way Sarah would res- yeah. respond, respond knowing I'm talking to. Yeah. And it's changed how I view them and how I – mother in a way that's like I want to protect you and I want to um, make sure you're safe but I'm just here to guide you yeah. like you yeah. got to figure some of this stuff out on your you own need to. you got because if you don't you'll cripple them well you they're having I mean I have wonderful parents but I had to uncondition things that weren't authentically me that were put in place by them only by their being good yeah. with good intention they didn't do it to try to control me but I as I became who I'm who I am always am I had to decondition and reverse things or thought processes that just aren't authentically me yeah. and we're going to do that to our kids anyway I think right. you know but it just is another reminder in place for me to have be you like, been able as you decondition and became more authentically you did your parents have to get to know you did they have to get to know 
to share like who you oh, are. Oh, I've come to some big realizations on that because I don't know. I've probably said this in previous podcasts. My dad was a state farm agent. My brother's now a state farm agent. My mom was a teacher principal. My sister's not a teacher. I'm the baby. Sarah is the only one that's away. Everybody moved back. You know, my parents live in the same house I was raised in. And then I do what I do, which is completely different. So my parents have always supported and loved me unconditionally. But I don't know that they'll ever get it. And I think they're okay with that. I wasn't okay with that because you want them to get me, get me, understand me, see me or like me or be proud of me even, you know. And so it hasn't been for the next last couple of years that I was like, I don't, I go home and it's home, but it's not my home. I've created my home here. My, you know, my life is here and that, and people who are here know me. Now it's invaluable to have the unconditional love and know hundred percent. Like, but with my brother, my sister knows more cause she comes and visits, but like my brother still, I feel like fairly thinks of me as his baby sister and forgets that I'm a mom and I work with men like him. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't, cause, he's he, not, doesn't, cause he doesn't see you. He hasn't been in this. Yeah, I moved out when I was 17 yeah. and they never saw me as an adult. Right. And so, but my dad gets it and he'll say it in ways like just sideways, like other ways. And I think that, you know, he was a, he was a parole officer in Dayton, Ohio, before he became a state farm agent. And they decided to come to Princeton, Indiana and grow their life. They knew no one. And so I think as much as I'm different, I was just like my dad. I came to Nashville. I knew no one, went to college, and then decided to like teach people how to eat and suck their poop for a living, knowing out of no one. Like there's no name here to help me. Right. Where my brother's very good at State Farm, but he's a state farm agent in the same city my dad was with the same last name. And he still had to he uphold the, that. Yeah, I mean, the platform the, right? But he still it. had a the trust was there because my parents are. I mean, they're just trust. They're solid. They're yeah, solid people. That, that means something too. And I mean, he can stand. I think the testament to your parents is that they built a life where their kids had choices. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if for your brother and sister to be able to follow in the mm-hmm. footsteps of your parents, but then for you to make your own path. Cause I have three kids as well and two boys and a girl. And what I'm doing is the same thing. Like I'm laying down the foundation that if they want to come behind me on this, they can, and they won't start at the bottom. Like I did, they'll start with mm-hmm. a leg up, but then I'm also laying the platform that if they want to do anything, they have the expertise and they've seen their dad start from nothing and go anywhere mm-hmm. and be fearless. Well, and I, again, still on the side of my parents, don't ask them for help so much that my dad has had to say, Sarah, I work to be in a position for you to have this for you if mm-hmm. you would like it. Yeah. Yeah. And so stop blocking yeah. what's available for you. Yeah. And so during COVID, they reached out to me, you know, hey, Sarah, yeah. we've done well to be in a position for this and this. And I'm like, cool, I won't. I've not got myself to that place and I won't get myself to that place. I will make sure I ask for help, but there'll be times where he'll just send something in the mail and be like, this is from the tooth fairy or this is whatever, because I don't ask, but I'm the baby. And so I allow him to. That's, that's, that's what I started out talking about. It's like Mm -hmm. understanding flow. Right. So letting your parents bless you is just as important as you being a blessing to somebody else. You have to keep that wheel turning. You don't want to stop it anywhere. You know what I mean? You got to be a giver. You got to be able to receive. And I'm, but I'm, and I'm working on that because I'm stubborn to where I'm like, why well, should be in a position where I don't need your help so I don't want to ask for your help? 
that's where I go. Instead of being like, Sarah, you haven't done anything bad. You know, you've just had life changes. And you've restarted again. That's what family is for. Right, I know. And I think that way. And think I have, about your kids if they wouldn't ask oh, for anything. I, You'd be so hurt. I'm like, just giving oh them my stuff. God. <laughs> they never asked for anything. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I know. No, I would be that way. And I give to them. But I think, too, with my parents, for my mom, it was easier to treat us all the same at each age level. So, like, whatever my sister got to do at 10, then I didn't get to do until I was 10. And so, some of the deconditioning was oh, wow. me being like, wait a minute. I'm unique, mom. So you could have allowed me to do something that maybe you didn't think Becky was ready for or vice versa. Becky got to do it sooner because she was different than me. Instead, I had to always wait my turn. And so then I always felt like I wasn't seen for who I was. And it wasn't because mom was trying to do that. It was easier for her with everything that she was doing to just make those rules. You know, and it it was that and it was fair. And right. Right. But when you're the baby, everyone got to do it before you. And so there was always parts of me that was like, well, they don't ever get to watch me get to do it over them. Right. Uh That's how babies talk. I know. That's how the youngest, that's a real, the youngest. Okay. So one might, like a stupid, no, but like a stupid thing (laughs) was, you know, how many kids are in yours? Okay. So my mom had a rule that in the van, the oldest got to sit up front because you always want to sit up front, right? So, did I ever get to sit up front with anybody no, in the back? Oh my God. No, and I'm always So listen, <laughs> my boy, so one of my companies is called Jessco, and I named it after my sons, Justin and Colin, right? And when I told the boys the name, I was like, I'm starting a business, and I'm going to name it after you guys. Colin said, he said, well, Dad, it should be just called, because it should be three letters from Justin's <laughs> name and three letters from my name. I was like, you're the little brother. You get two letters. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't get that petty, but <laughs> but I but the thing on the name too, we were talking about that earlier and name changes in women or whatever. But yeah, that's something that I'm grateful that I have an amazing dad that I chose to change, you know, being married. My maiden name is not what my business is, but it's what I changed it back to because he's such a good dad that I was like, of course. I want to go back to the man who was the man, <laughs> you know, kind of thing in my life. <laughs> Which, if you know my last name, you know it's not normal. And <laughs> the man, we man. weren't gonna like, say it, but um, yeah. So I, I gotta, I gotta wrap this up though, yeah. because I gotta go pick up my kids. See? We can continue this on so much. We talked for um, an hour and a half before, before we even started. But you know, that's what I say every single time, specifically when it's a, a guy. Or like interview or whatever. It's like I should have we should have recorded of course we shouldn't record it all because there's a lot said that didn't need to be recorded, but this is why this setting works too, yeah. because you're chill, you're comfortable yeah. and you can just try and we know each other well, but I want that authentic conversation, even though there's like some really deep shit I know you could tell people that I want them to hear from you at some point. And I think um, we'll do this again and we'll do it a few times. And I brought, okay, so we had the whisk tea, which you didn't even drink any. I said I didn't want any because it was too much sugar. So I bought like a low sugar white wine that I thought had a. a, a <laughs> she tried. She got, she got marketed too. That's what we'll call, I'm not going to say you got duped. You got marketed too. I did. It was a really cool bottle that made it look like a Voss water bottle. I got it and it looked like it was a screw top. It was a screw top. And then you took the screw top off. And there's a cork. Yeah, that's like. 
you know, being catfished. <laughs> but, you know, see, that's, a, that's not an ugly, that's an ugly word. You just got marketed to. I got catfished on my wine. So yeah. I couldn't have a glass of it. You were so disappointed. So you were like, oh, oh. Well, because oh, wow. I'm not a, like I drink, not all the time, but there's a different feeling when there's day drinking. It just feels like you're, like you're... doing something different. <laughs> It's like when we have brunch on Thursday and yeah. drink in the early beginning. Because everybody waits till the evening to drink. Everybody yeah. waits till the weekends to have brunch. Yeah, and right. when you are living your own life and you like forget what rules. day it is, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. So when you do outside the norm, hey, it's it's Thursday afternoon. We're just going to have some drinks while we're doing a podcast. It feels like and cool. Then, it is what you should do. And you remember your brunch is like we're drinking at like 9 in the I know. So that's way different. I almost, <laughs> I almost got that cheap champagne just for it. Uh, what was the name of it that I picked up? What it was? That you said you drank in college that's only like $8. Oh, you had that. Um, I see the bottle in my face, but I can't yeah. think of name. And here's how here's how I am. I bought like a, a $9 bottle of sparkling wine, but then I juiced organic oranges yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> to make my Yeah, you did. It's like you were almost there and you just but smashed it, it a memory. right back. Look, because we're talking about it now. I'll never forget it. But we need to do brunch again. We do. And we haven't the, done that for a few And with the friends, months. too, because that was yeah. cool. Like, different people. And you get a chance to do, like you said, you get a chance to get to know people outside of in passing. Your, yeah, your yeah. regular crew. Yep. Okay, we'll be back. Um, again, this has been more than you can handle, I hope. Well, maybe. We haven't even touched on the real stuff that <laughs> oh could be more goodness. than you could handle. But thank you, Jason, for being here. Thank you for having me. And we'll, if you liked it, we'll do more. We'll do more anyway, yeah, whether we'll you liked more. it or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fun for us. <laughs> and you can, again, find me on social media platforms at Sarah Moore Health on Instagram, Sarah Moore Health on Facebook, and SarahMoreHealth.com. And say yours again, Jason. The best Jason in the world, and also Guidance Whiskey, guidancewhiskey.com, and Guidance Whiskey on every social platform that exists. Yeah, and it's it's very good. Your social media is creative yeah. and good, and Life's you'll want to you want to drink some whiskey afterwards. We do it because we use. Um, all right, I don't have enough time to ask the other questions about vulnerability, but I think we want to touch on vulnerability. <laughs> but has anybody told you that you're more than you can handle? Yeah, today. <laughs> before me or just now just, no I think I heard it back in the day not recently when they don't get what they want from you you're, you're a lot you're <laughs> thanks guys bye later